0: This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. And you're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam, streaming at
1: DCAUreview.com and on your favorite podcast app.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the DCAU Review. I am one of your two hosts, Cal. And with me, our other host, my good friend, good brother, Liam and Liam, uh, we kind of have an emergency breaking news edition of the pod today that uh, we weren't necessarily expecting to necessarily release, but it's for good reason. The DC fandom just ended, uh, this a uh, few hours ago, and we have lots to talk about. We won't be discussing anything like the uh, very exciting appearance of uh. Michael Keaton in a bat suit again or even the full <laughs> full length the Batman trailer or the, the featurettes of Black Adam or discussing the upcoming Batgirl and Blue Beetle movies that are that were announced no not none of that not even any of the other animation like Young Justice or uh, the Super Pets movie? No, that's right. We are here today to discuss a, uh, a five-minute featurette or so uh, on Batman Caped Crusader, which uh, I guess last time we did a featurette on a poster, this time is... Uh, or a, 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 last time we did a bonus episode on a poster, this time we're doing a bonus episode on a five-minute featurette.
1: <laughs> that's right. But uh, that, that brief featurette, such as it was... Uh, Did give us a few more nuggets of information, some more direct confirmations of what this show will be and what it will not be. Uh, Some of this basic stuff we already knew, that there was a new Batman cartoon that was being developed and executive produced by Bruce Timm, Matt Reeves, and J.J. Abrams. That's old news, as it were. But uh, one of the things that we found out today is, well, there's another uh, big famous name that folks would know, especially if you're a fan of this show, that will be another uh, co-producer of the series, a DC animation legend in his own right. Uh, Somewhat friend of the show, Twitter friend of the show, uh, (laughs) Mr. James Tucker will be a co-producer on this series. And uh, of course, not only worked as a You know, going back to Superman, the animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League as a director and storyboard artist, character designer, but then went on to be a producer on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited before becoming the showrunner and executive producer on several other animated projects like the Brave and the Bold show and the Legion of Superheroes show and several of the animated movies. So that first and foremost here, I think is I was so amped when I heard when I heard the name James Tucker come out of the uh, the present uh, the presenter's mouth and as they as they cut to that uh, sort of 5 minute presentation where we get a little, little bit more information but first and foremost so excited that another DCAU veteran and animation legend from Warner Brothers past will be working on this show
0: yeah i mean it, we talk about it a lot when we whenever we discuss uh, any of the aforementioned series or or episodes or that he's worked on in whatever capacity is that uh, he, he gets it. He understands it. He's, he's one of the, the godfathers of the DCAU and then continued to make his, his presence and impact known well beyond the end of the DCAU. And, Mm-hmm. Was largely responsible, uh, you know, alongside uh, Mr. Dwayne McDuffie and a, a host of other writers. But the Justice League Unlimited runs that that we loved so much, and that are for many just a, a staple from their childhood. Uh, you know, he has his hand in that. So him being on board, I think, should it should it won't, but should and could give some of those uh, detractors of Bruce Tim who feel like maybe his recent track record isn't. As as, uh, as sparkly as maybe that original run on Batman the Animated Series was, uh, you know, maybe give them a little bit uh, peace of mind uh, to say that, okay, well, you know, we have somebody else here that's steering the ship, so maybe we won't go off into the weird areas of Batman and Batgirl shipping that so many people seem to have <laughs> an aversion to, so um yeah i I think first and foremost that was to me i think out of this 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 uh announcement and this featurette there were a a couple of highlights i think that's probably one a was having mr tucker involved as you mentioned twitter friend of the show just a very kind gentleman uh, overall and and certainly a a guy that uh, i trust putting sort of the reins in his hands alongside uh you know a legend in in bruce tim and we saw uh, some some of the the interview in that uh, in that piece. It's a, it's about four and a half minutes or so. You can actually check it out on our Instagram feed if you want to head over there at DCAU Review. And uh, you can check out the entire featurette. We have it uh, have it on the page there, but you can you can check it out there. It's it's mostly just interview sections spliced in with original Batman: The Animated Series footage and music, which may lead to some confusion for some people. As like, is this connected to DCAU? Is this you know is this like Batman Year One for the DCAU? But I think we pretty much got our answer uh, again. Clearly stated that this is not connected in any way to the original DCAU that this is more or less a reimagining I guess as they say of of what that looks like and it's interesting because Bruce Timm makes a makes a comment during that piece that this was a, a, his elevator pitch for kind of like what if the what if the uh, the network television uh, restraints were kind of lifted off of him in in the early 90s and even the the ties to the Burton the batman movies that they had to sort of work within and in some cases mm-hmm. the character designs and backstories uh what if he was kind of given free reign back in the 90s and he makes some pretty interest uh, interesting and bold claims about what this series is going to be
1: yeah the uh, the wording as uh, as you you're alluding to here is uh he said it's he, he he imagined this project as more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series was, which is a really funny way to phrase that. But it's uh, it's it's totally in his in uh, in Bruce Tim's delivery with, that you immediately kind of get what he means. And there's there's more uh, 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 also more kind of clarification given by uh, by him and James Tucker throughout the rest of the piece. But they talked about one wanting to lean even sort of harder into that 1940s film noir uh, German expressionist style that the original animated series uh, has as as their aesthetic and, and wanting to extend that not just to sort of the background designs and maybe the cars, but the, you know, the other vehicles and the, and uh and and what the and sort of the way the characters act and are are portrayed uh, could all could all be much sort of simplified and and really leaned into that uh that really sort of grittier uh, film noir style it, it was clarified um because they mentioned that sort of a a sort of proof of concept of this idea already exists uh as you and I talked about Cal uh, when we did our our first episode when this was sort of a as you mentioned, just a poster and a press release some months ago um, uh, that they might be drawing some inspiration from a short that Bruce Tim had produced for the Batman 75th anniversary. He had done this uh, all in black and white short film of Batman sort of flying to this uh, island. It's it's very sort of a black and white, uh, you know, film noir style mixed with maybe a little bit of the Max Fleischer Superman with this, you know a mad scientist kidnaps the the damsel in distress and there's a a big monster that Batman has to contend with but it's it's very little dialogue and it's very uh you know it's very quick and and action packed but uh James Tucker did also mention that among that that uh, that a- at least as of yet the show is not being produced in black and white <laughs> uh, uh you know unlike the uh, the short that Bruce Tim had done but that it that is sort of the uh, the idea, and that's that's sort of the motif. That uh, it seems like this is an idea that has been rattling around in, perhaps not only Bruce Tim's head, but a lot of people at at Warner Brothers and, and DC Animation for years now. That the idea of what if yes, without those some of those constraints of uh, whether it's the you know the years and years, the almost thirty years of continuity of the DC animated universe that you have, if you, if you were to set this in the main DCAU and, and do a Batman, the animated series, year one style story, as much fun as that could be, especially for people like us, you are then sort of locked into certain storylines and characters have to go this way. And, you know prequels sometimes can it's it's hard to keep them exciting because you kind of know where all the characters are going to end up so by setting it in a similar world this could this can kind of be a spiritual cousin to that series But not only is it uh, is it not tied to that world directly as as you mentioned, Cal. It also doesn't have the necessarily the Burton film tie-in. So if they want to go a different direction with a penguin or a Joker or a Catwoman, they can uh, they can kind of flesh that out and go out in some exciting new directions. So it's all it all sounds like uh, maybe the best case scenario as as we talked about not only in our previous episode when the show was announced, but also in our first episode of the Discuss This League uh, some months ago when we had uh, Maddie from Watchtower Database and Chris from Tim Talk on to discuss what we did or didn't want out of an animated series uh, revival. I think this sounds so far like we're on the path to kind of a a lot of what we have talked about and what uh, some of our other friends have talked about wanting, which is more stories told in this style, but without maybe needing to worry so much about mucking up uh, timelines and then being so worried about continuity and such.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned before, I I'm not one of the people that necessarily lost trust with, with Bruce Tim's ability to tell Batman stories. Um, But, you know, I think he, he particularly may have laid some of those concerns to rest. He talked about kind of keeping it in that style, but modernizing it for, you know, uh, you know the the modern age. He mentioned representation and diversity being a something that they were going to work on and making sure that that was something that was included in the in the presentation. So, you know, if you're worried about if you're worried about this feeling dated or you know whether or not this uh, this is something that is uh, is not going to feel uh, like something that that you can you know enjoy because of that, he 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 quickly laid those to rest. But regardless, I I think that the the, the idea that, yes, you can tell more stories, these creators, and who knows who the writers are going to be, you know, for these episodes, you could bring in, we talked about that also on the Disgustlessly, so you, you could bring in comic book writers to write individual episodes, mm-hmm. you could bring in uh, a Paul Dini, you could bring in a Scott Snyder, you could bring in, you know, these uh, Tom King, these prolific writers and have them just mm-hmm. write an episode and do things that is sort of the norm nowadays for these serialized 13 episode or, or 12 episode seasons on streaming services. So, you know, things have changed and adapting the way that this show can be written and told and stories told, I think, uh, outside of, of the confines of the DCAU. And and again, not, not, we've seen the, the, the problems, quote unquote problems, or some of the, th- the problems that people have with trying to tell mm-hmm stories within this DCAU as you mentioned it's now 30 years old and you're trying you have different writers you've had you know dozens of different writers that have come in and told stories and for other writers to kind of be handcuffed to try and fit into this box to make sure that they don't contradict or they don't overlap with other stories being told would be very difficult and a big ask of people so this gives them the freedom we were, you know, in the featurette, they, they mentioned, James Tucker mentions that this is going to be very early on in Batman's story. Uh, so, you know, he said, you know, they mentioned and sort of alluded to him not having established relationships with the GCPD or Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Not only them not necessarily trusting him, but him not trusting them either. So, th- those dynamics playing out, it allows you to kind of set up villains and change their stories and allow their stories to evolve differently. Um, you know, so it, it also mentions that Batman really is going to be, at least initially here, the only hero. He's the only hero around. There's no Justice League. Uh, Matt Reeves jumps in and, and shares that. There's no Justice League. There's no, you know, there's no other heroes. So, you know, we don't, mm-hmm. we're really starting from scratch here, but doing so with the, the benefit of having great writers and great people involved and great producers involved that really, I feel like, have earned our trust, hopefully, being able to kind of handle some of this, uh, this mythos.
1: Yeah. I will just mention it. And I, and I, I did see that comment of a go, you know, Bruce Tim's recent track record. I was just like looking at things that he has recently been credited on as produced. Uh, He produced the Batman soul of the dragon movie this past year, Mm -hmm. um, which was a, you know, this like kind of swanky seventies sort of Kung Fu uh, style movie. It's kind of completely unique. I think among the DC animated films, he has produced a couple of the shorts, the Phantom stranger and Sergeant rock shorts, Mm -hmm. And he also produced the Superman Red Sun movie. Um, Now, he wasn't, and of course, was the, you know, an executive producer on the Justice League versus the Fatal Five movie, which I think was pretty well beloved. So I think the idea of, like, that he's uh, lost touch or that, you know, he hasn't updated his style for the times, I think maybe i and i understand you're allowed to like or dislike whatever you whatever of you know whatever in his catalog you like or don't like you're absolutely totally not wrong to feel that way but i just i do think if if you understand that it's not one it's he hasn't only produced batman and harley quinn in the last 10 years (laughs) because that seems to be the one and and the killing jokes seem to be the two that that get brought up as his as you know evidence of him losing a step or, or whatever, but, and obviously it's not, it's once again, even if you think that way and you think that, that he, he doesn't necessarily have it in that department anymore from a, from a narrative standpoint or whatever. Uh, again, there's a lot of other talented people that we already know of at least three other, uh, you know, incredibly interesting and, and prolific uh, filmmakers and animators and, and, uh, writers and, and directors working on this show with him. It isn't just him producing this by himself, and on top of it, like you said, there's there's definitely the potential to bring in plenty of new blood and 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 maybe even some older older creatives that he's worked with in the past as well. So I don't think I think the worrying I understand it, and again, you're not wrong to like or dislike anything. But uh, I do think maybe people are, are worrying before they need to worry about some of that stuff. <laughs> Especially considering, once again, we have seen one picture right. of, and it's Batman, uh, looking, <laughs> looking like a Bruce Tim drawing of Batman. So I think it's a little bit early. To be uh to be so concerned about that. But I get it. We're we're doing a podcast speculating over as as you said, a poster and a, a five-minute interview. So it's 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 fun to do this. It's fun to theorize what could happen, what might happen, and and to think about who could or couldn't be brought in to work on the creative side of this. But uh, you know, either way, I think I really think this is the best of both worlds, as we've talked about in the past, of getting more DCAU style adventures, but you know, not being mired down in that in that 30 years of continuity. As much as we love it, as much as we love talking about Justice League Infinity and uh, and Batman The Adventures continue every single month when we review those comics that are coming out currently, we love that. And we would love to see more in this universe as well. But I don't think, but I would, the last thing I would want is for, you know, an Arrested Development season four situation where I feel like the, the creators are kind of hamstrung by what they used to do and aren't being maybe allowed to, tell stories to their full potential because they're they're still beholden to not just what they did but to more importantly our childhood memories of what they did which is uh-huh. you know you're if you're competing with your own nostalgia or with people's nostalgia you're never going to win that fight that you know the nostalgia is always going to win out so i'm really excited to see this take off in a new direction and with a with a really solid creative uh, base for this uh, this pyramid here
0: Yeah, I don't think I could say it any better. I think that uh, I think that there's cause to be excited. There was a lot of stuff revealed today, as we mentioned before, in the animation world. We've got a huge slate of movies coming up in 2022 that they announced here. Some some direct to video or DTV. Again, it confounds me that they still call them direct to video when videotapes (laughs) have. 20 years now but okay uh direct-to-video movies coming out including a constantine movie that that uh, sounds interesting a new green lantern film uh so mm-hmm. lots lots of exciting stuff uh on the horizon there we again saw lots of uh, live action dc stuff uh, in the in the future also and Mm-hmm. Did uh, get
1: time. a uh, did get a small look at the My Adventures from uh, with Superman show as well, just some character designs and such. But excited to see that uh, moving on in production.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It, some Young Justice uh, talk that was released today. The latest season of that was released today, I believe, or at least a couple of the episodes. And
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, in addition to all of that, of course, we also have the exciting announcement of a animated milestone universe. Uh, movie and perhaps multiple projects in the works but we know for sure the uh, the poster they showed off had not only static of course front and center but also we have icon and rocket and uh, hardware and some of those other great characters from the dwayne mcduffie dennis cowan and some of the other great uh, john Paulione and some of the other great uh, milestone creators so uh, another exciting animated project there in the works
0: Absolutely, i I told uh, I told our friends at Watchtower Database they better have little Romeo on speed dial. As one
1: hundred percent, so
0: lots lots of exciting stuff happening in the world of DC animation. So believe it. Uh, it next time, next whatever the next thing they reveal is, maybe it'll it'll probably be like two or three. Uh, b- uh, drawings or like character models <laughs> we'll have to do an emergency bonus podcast for the character models too i'm sure
1: <laughs> well we've done two now we're locked into it that's right exactly we so. are unlike bruce tim with this new show we are locked into our old continuity no. <laughs> because every time the tiniest bit of news about this show has been released so far we've done an episode so we have to we have to adhere to our own timeline we must adhere to the rules that we are making up on the spot
0: <laughs> right All right. Uh, Well, with that, we we invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you get one of these episodes dropped every time we choose to release them. You can do so on all of your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go ahead and do that. You can also, of course... Uh, listen to these episodes on YouTube on the pod tower channel so uh, go to YouTube search the pod tower subscribe to that. You'll also get not only our podcast you might even get some thoughts on this podcast from our friends at Tim Talk and our friends at Watchtower database uh, who are always dropping various different podcasts alongside ours So uh, it supports us and uh, and you'll also get our content so you can go ahead and do that. Don't forget, follow us on social media at DCAU Review. Liam, coming up this week, we have an exciting episode that will be continuing in Batman the Animated Series. But until then, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the DCAU Review. Bye-bye.